Welcome to the Wonder Boldly podcast hosted by yours truly, Christine, founder of Drizzle Academy. I am going to encourage and motivate you to take action towards your big goals. I'm going to teach you everything I've learned from building a very successful 25-year career, coaching people, and starting my own online business. I am going to give you so many action items, you are going to be able to wonder boldly. Hey, 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 so glad you are back here with me for another actionable podcast. So as you know, my goal is to bring you bite-sized episodes where you can immediately take action on the things I outline on the podcast just for you based on what I've learned during my journey and so many other things that we can talk about another time. But I wanna get right to it today. And these tips I know are going to help you to move forward with your goals. So let's get into it. Today, I'm going to give you five steps that you can take action on. You don't have to do these together or in any particular order. Pick one or two that make sense to you and try them out. And as always, tag me on social media and let me know how things are going. Okay, the first item is identify when you are most energized to take action towards your goal. Now, I know for myself, I am a morning person. I'm particularly energized in the morning, very creative. I know this about myself, and that has pretty much been true for most of my life. I like to think that earlier on in my 20s and 30s, I was both a morning and a night person, but for sure now I am a morning person. I think most of us know where we kind of fall uh, for a morning person, an evening person, or maybe even afternoon. But the key is to identify that because you want to do that because you want to then structure your days so that you can maximize your energy levels, right? For example, if you have days that are filled with meetings and sending messages and also building presentations, you wanna make sure that that segment of time that you're most creative and most energized are focused on those types of things. Whether it is, whether you're a painter and you're painting, whether it is creating presentations, the other tasks like where you are going to a meeting perhaps, now a meeting that you're not necessarily the presenter at, of course, Um, but a meeting nonetheless that you have to attend and you know that you don't need to be particularly energized for that particular meeting. You're still there, you're still participating, but that is not something that you need all your energy for to be really in a motivated state. The other thing that I've talked about before is email. One of the things that I do with email, and I'll probably keep talking about this, There are so many strategies you can use around email. So for example, as you know, I'm in a corporate environment. I have a wonderful job. And in that corporate environment, I have a large team of folks and I also have leadership. 
So what I do is I will search my mail for anything from my team members that would be reaching that I know would be reaching out to me on behalf of the work that we're doing on behalf of an employee and I'll also search my mail from anything from our leadership. So that way I can address something because it is my responsibility in my role to address things and I like to do it quite honestly as soon as possible. But other than that, I will not go through my mail until a designated time. And I do that because going through my mail does not require a lot of my creativity, a lot of my motivation. So I want to really protect that, that energy level. I am a morning person. I will work on my business in the mornings on the weekends. So I know that that is the best time where I'm most creative, I'm most energized, I have so many ideas, and I can really get a lot of quality work done. So that is my example. Some people are um, evening people and they'll do that work at night. So the whole point is the first thing is you want to identify where you have the most energy, where, what time frame during the days you have the most energy and you want to utilize that time frame once you know it um, effectively in what you do during that time and structure your day around that. So for here, I'll just say it that way. I will be doing another podcast episode on scheduling and we will get into all the nitty gritty there. The next one is make a list of your yes and not nows and nevers. You can go to my website and get a download. I've created one there for you. If you want to print it out, you can go ahead and do that. You can write it on a piece of paper. It doesn't matter, but you do need to write it down. That's my belief. I talk about that a lot, about writing pen to paper. I think it's very important in some of these strategies. So what is this? So this is, I love this. Um, I do this myself. I have many floating around, to be quite honest. Um, But what this is, is this really helps with paralysis analysis. And we talked a little bit about that previously on one of the other episodes. But this is about, you have all these ideas, there are things you want to move on. And people kind of think of it like priorities. And I'm gonna dive into priorities in more detail another time. Basically, let's say you have all these things that you need to do for your business, for your goal, whatever your goal is. And you know the things that you've gotta tackle now, yes, I've gotta do that now, to the things that, okay, I do wanna do that, and that, but that's not gonna be in the now. The now can be in a month. The now could be in a quarter. I wouldn't say anything more than a quarter. And then there's the that not now list where you're going to revisit that. So how I do it is I do it by month. So what I do by month is I'll have my, my list, the yes, the not now, and the never. And I'll get to the never because the never is so fun. And I'll say, okay, in this month, these are all the things I know I want to get done. These are the things I really want to get done, but I'm going to be realistic. And because I want to move forward, that's my goal. And I am motivated to do this. I have committed to myself to do this. I am going to put these things on the not now. I'm going to get to them. So I feel good about it. 
You know, I it's hard sometimes, you know, but I feel good that they're there, they're down on paper, and I know the next month I'm going to say, okay, what did I get done in my yes now list? And then what's on my not now list that can move over to the yes list? So yes, it's about priorities, if you will, but it's more high level than that. And now the never list is maybe you've had something on your yes list for a few months or on your not now list for a few months and things have changed. Maybe you decided you wanted to train for a marathon and for whatever reason now you're in your life and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna let go of that. And this is why it's fun because giving yourself that freedom really believing in yourself to make sound decisions is such a confidence builder. Let's use the marathon example. So let's say for months you've had, okay, I'm going to train for that marathon. I'm going to train for that marathon. And it's just not happening. Maybe something's changed in your life, whatever. It doesn't matter. You don't need to make an excuse. Just need to acknowledge that, you know what? This is not going to happen. This is not something that I'm going to pursue who knows in five years from now, but right now it doesn't need to be written down on paper to move over in priority in place of something else. Or when something is on your not now list, the idea is that it is moving over to the yes list as soon as space opens up over there, right? So if you finally take something that has never had any movement and you tell yourself this is not going to happen you're going to put that on the never list and that is so freeing it's so freeing it is building your confidence to say i believe in myself this is not important in my life right now it's not something that i want to take up space in my mind and think about and wonder about let's just put that away that's never going to happen never might sound really tough so you could, you know, phrase it a little bit differently. I use never because I like that. It feels good. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let go of that and be fine with it. That's the key. Let me tell you, that is the key. You have to be fine with it. So you can't harbor like, oh, I should really have done that. Or I really should have trained for that marathon and, and feel guilty about it. So you need to give it the space, acknowledge it that at one point it was something that was important to you and now it's not an important piece to you right now and so you're just going to take that off the list and so we call that the never list okay the next thing is finding an accountability buddy we all know this we hear it all the time i want to be a little bit more prescript about this so sure we have family we have friends and they are great can be great accountability buddies and that is up obviously to your judgment Um, we all have people in our lives that have strengths that we reach out to when we need that particular strength or i i have wonderful friends in my life and i'm sure you guys are listening yes i mean you guys i love you and they each have their their strengths and when I need a kick in the pants, say, stop feeling sorry for yourself or get up and do that. Or did you really think about that? Uh, 
I know who I go to. If I'm feeling like I need somebody to woe is me with me, like let me have my feeling sorry for myself moment, I know who to call for that. We all have those people in our lives. The accountability buddy, you need to pick very strategically and depends on what your goal is and what you're trying to achieve. Be very careful about your accountability buddy for the specific goal you're working on. Really think about that. Can they relate to it? Do they understand it enough? Of course, they don't have to know the total ins and outs. Maybe you have an accountability buddy for that training for the marathon, something you decided you want to do, and then maybe they've never run a marathon. That's fine. They don't have to know that particular thing inside and out, but you want that accountability buddy to be the person that is going to meet you where you need that encouragement. Maybe you're the type of person for this particular goal, you really need a kick in the pants. You really need that strong, you know, no fluff, just tell me like it is. Maybe for another goal, you need that accountability buddy that's gonna understand and listen to, you know, why, but also gently nudge you. You know, not accept your excuses and gently nudge you moving forward. You don't really want somebody for a particular goal to be really hard and be like, no, you gotta do this and push, push, push. So it depends on what works best for you. I wanna be clear about that and that's really so, so important. So I know a lot of you have taken online courses like myself and there's those Facebook groups and you meet people within there and that they can really help. And that's the whole point of setting those up. And maybe you really connect with a particular person or a few people and you can you know, reach out to them and ask them. So it doesn't have to be family member or a friend in you know your day-to-day life, if you will, but it just needs to be the right fit for you and the right fit for that particular goal you're working on. It's definitely something you need to think through and then you need to ask them to hold you accountable. Okay, number four. Number four, set alarms. Again, these are suggestions. Maybe these things will work for you. Maybe you've tried them, they haven't worked. I ask you to be really open and try these again. So let's say you've tried setting alarms for yourself and I'll get into the detail of that. And you're like, it just never worked for me. You know, it's just, it just turns out to be white noise for me and it, it just hasn't worked. I ask that you do try it again and see because now you've come to this place in your life and you're listening to this podcast because you wanna take action. You're committing to yourself to reach your goals whatever they are, and you're learning, and you're out there learning how to go about that. So be open to the ideas that I present here in the podcast, the other podcasts you listen to, classes and courses you're taking. Always be open to see it from another perspective to try again. Setting alarms. We all, pretty much all of us, have our smartphones. You can set an alarm on those. Some of the things that I do, you're gonna find this maybe a little different than what you thought I was talking about, but. I actually have alarms on my phone around mindset. I have an alarm that reminds me to be joyful. During the day, that alarm will go off and I have actually different sounds for them, so I know which one's which. And I check in with myself and I'm like, oh, right, be joyful. Maybe I was having a tough conversation. Maybe I was super happy and I'm like, I got it. I'm joyful, I'm bringing the joy. I also have an alarm on my phone to be compassionate. But during the day, just like everybody else, We get busy, we are stressed maybe at our job, whatever, life, right? And so 
I might not be joyful all the time and I might be really busy and somebody needs me and I might not be bringing my best compassionate self forward. So I also have that alarm. So that's what I mean by setting alarms. I'm not talking about alarms for your schedule. I'm talking about alarms to remind you to be in that mindset that is that future self, how you see yourself in the future. Put yourself first and you're gonna reach these goals and what are you striving to, to reach for? Are you striving to be an online coach? Are you striving to get physically fit? Whatever it is, what is the mindset? What are the mindsets that you need to bring to the table every day and train yourself to be and walk in your future self shoes. I learned that trick from um, Brendan Bouchard and I really, really like it. And I'm gonna be honest with you, yeah, sometimes it does become white noise. So what I do is I'll turn them off for a while and then I'll turn them back on. So I'll go for a few days maybe with them not on and then I'll turn them back on because honestly, it does become white noise sometimes. But it's a good reminder and it's definitely a good approach to help you with your mindset. And boy, they really come in handy because if you are, let's use the compassionate one that that I have on my phone, be compassionate. And boy, if I catch myself not being my, my best self around my family or whatever, and that alarm goes off, it's like an immediate trigger. And the next conversation I go into, I have that in my mind. And it really, really helped. That's it for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. Please head over to Instagram to follow me there at Drizzle Academy. And if you want more of these types of strategies and so much more around reaching your goals, you definitely want to get on my email list. You can go to my website, drizzleacademy.com and sign up there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and want to share it, Take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. Until next time, continue to wonder boldly.